The only shade I'm giving is the shade coming from my halo. Not all bears eat berries and fish. I prefer a diet of bourbon and bad behavior. Hello! I'm Hunter Harden. And I'm Papa the Bear. And, and welcome, welcome to The Real House Bears! bears. <laughs> oh no. So, uh, this podcast you have? Yeah. Are you talking about me and Louie? Oh, it's are you talking about my family? Oh, you know we are. <laughs> it's not going to be good. No, it is not going to be good. You, you remember everything I said last season? Oh, I remember every word. Well, forget all about it. Oh, yeah. This is the season I'm going to pull out some crazy shit. Uh, imagine that. All those reasons that I gave last season? Out the window. What's that? Everything that I said out the, out last season? Out the window. Because you know what? I will say whatever I need to to make sure I'm right. Did I stutter? All right, bye. <laughs> I was. I didn't know if she was ever gonna leave. Whoa! I just passed Teresa coming in here. <laughs> Did she have a mouth full of gum? Well, she said she's gonna cut me if I talk about her family. <laughs> her four daughters. Her four daughters. Her four daughters. We're not allowed to talk about her four daughters. No. Nope. Four daughters. We're not allowed to talk about Louie. We're not talk about four daughters. But Nothing. we can talk about Joe Melissa. We want, can't yeah, we? Yeah. Well, yeah. She hates. Yeah. She said, and I, and, and F Melissa too. That's what she said on the did way she out. Say yeah. That? Yeah. As soon as she closed the door, I was like, geez, where did that come well, from? Well, you know, we could just blame Melissa for whatever we're doing wrong, and she'll be like, oh, okay. Yeah, like, if we ever get to meet uh, Teresa ever, I'm going to be like, Melissa's such a bitch. Like, you're such a queen. So <laughs> one, of, I... one of my co-workers is from New Jersey, and she told me that she's actually met Teresa many times because they went to uh, the same school or something, um, like their kids did, whatever. But anyhow, she said that when she met Teresa, she was pregnant, and Teresa touched her belly, and she said something about being pregnant, and Teresa went, well, I would hope so. <laughs> <laughs> my goodness <laughs> imagine being a pregnant woman self-conscious about how much weight you're gaining <laughs> and Teresa's like I hope you are with that big old gut ooh and she touched your belly too that <laughs> she, said she, okay. she said she met her a few times she said she was overall really nice but that was just kind of like I just ouch. don't think she has like filter that way she doesn't no. think of things that way do you think you know the real teresa no and she She's i'm, very I'm sure she meant no harm I'm yeah sure she meant no harm we have to talk about this past weekend it was fun i am wearing my bad mormon sweatshirt i don't know if it'll make it through the whole po hot podcast because you know the hot closet is hot it's and hot. this luxurious sweatshirt is so warm and so comfy like when i wake up in the morning and it's cold is the first thing i reach for it's amazing i like the colors too but we had the most fun at the bad mormon book tour finale mm -hmm. heather's homecoming yep it was so much fun um, I want to talk about both Heather's side of it and our side of it. But let's go ahead and talk about our side of it. It was most fun for us because we got to meet so many listeners. Yes. A, oh lot, of, a lot of listeners came. Um, I think his name was Stephen. Was Steve? House Bears famous. Steve, house we Bears actually famous. got to meet someone who was House Bears yes. famous. Yes. But we met so many people. Thank you for coming up to us. Thank you for telling us that you're listeners. We were so honored to meet you all. Like, it was 
Like, we were just going there expecting uh, the excitement for Heather, you know, maybe seeing people, a few people noticing me from the show, but we really didn't process ahead of time that we're going to get to meet a whole lot of our listeners. Yeah. And it was fun to see, because whenever you go to, like, my events, I'm always being stopped for pictures and talking to fans and stuff. But this time, you were getting stopped and getting pictures taken of you, because you were the choir director, and everybody recognized you from that. That was really exciting, also. Like, a lot of people did. That was a whole other layer for me, because, you know, Heather, she's so sweet. She actually kind of, like, called me out there, and was like, choir director's here. Yep. And so, and everyone got to see, oh, he is here. That is who that I is thought him. he was. Yeah. And I got stopped a lot, and asked for a lot of pictures which again i was just so honored it the whole event was incredible it was fun um, dre was up on the stage with heather kind of interviewing her about the book and yeah. heather heather just it was so great you know i just she really identifies you know it was at a gay bar and so she really identifies with the lgbtq plus community because she's an outsider in mm -hmm. her family and in her community and so it was just really great watching her be empowered watching her empowering us mm -hmm. and watching her with her best friend up on stage talking about their life and we got to hang out with dre's family while we were there who which we is always, our family it's always it's our family. yeah it's basically our family <laughs> to me family is everything you know that um and we angie and chris Harrington? Oh, yes. Oh, no, there she is, Angie oh, Harrington. And we didn't get a picture with them because we're stupid. We are, well, you know what? I DM'd Angie, and I was like, how are we the only people in that whole place that did not get a selfie with you? Because she literally took a selfie with yeah. everyone there. And she was like, probably because we know we're going to see each other again. Oh, I and love that. I was like, that. perfect answer. But what I really started the DM with was, okay, just when we didn't think we could love Chris Harrington anymore, He's we actually met him in person. He looks like he lost weight, too. He, well, listen, Angie and I actually talked about it at the book event. It's really surprising how TV changes the way people look. You would think that with all the high definition we have right now, that it would be a complete accurate depiction of everyone. But when you meet them in person, it really isn't the way they look. And it's surprise. I would say Lisa Barlow is one of the only people who looks pretty much the same in person as she does on TV. Yeah, I would but say so. But all of the other women look way better. Well, I think Whitney, too. I think Whitney has her good days and bad days um, on camera. But I'll, I, I I'll think give she Whitney, genuinely I'll, looks I'll give Whitney that, beautiful too. in both. Meredith looks... Complete, almost different in person. Yeah, Meredith. Um, Heather looks way pretty. They all and everyone. It really does add ten pounds. That's where we we're going with that. Yeah, the camera really does add weight to everyone because you know Angie Harrington probably weighs thirty-five pounds. All of our New Jersey listeners that don't watch so, like Salt Lake City Housewives were like, "Oh my God, I'm fast forwarding through this." Don't be so boring. That's okay. Fast forward. <laughs> we'll be into New Jersey in just a little bit. But it was just such an exciting weekend. It was fun. It was absolutely fun. And um, then we got to we celebrated Valentine's Day on Super Bowl Sunday. That was kind of a, we Super Bowled and Valentined it at the same time. Yeah, the hottest guy that was on both teams was on the Eagles. Kelsey something whatever. Kel one of the brothers. On the Eagles, yeah, one team. of the brothers, the Eagles. Woof. Yeah. Did they score a touchdown? We were. We I was were... like, I go Eagles. No, we were just rooting for him. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, he was on the Eagles, so I was like, yeah, go team, go Eagles, because I don't want to play favorites, you know. Like literally, when we started off this Super Bowl, you were like, well, let's see who has the more attractive people on the team, and we'll just root for them. Yeah, I did. And then I saw that cute little cub. Uh, he was so cute, that little bear, and I was like, ooh, him. And then I found out that my mom was rooting for the other Kelsey, which is the um, other brother that was right. on the Kansas City Chiefs. Right. 
Um, so I thought that was funny. But um, yeah, he was so cute. And gay internet has been throwing memes and Valentine's oh. cards with his face on it all over. Oh, yeah. I don't know if everybody's like horny right now or what. Like yeah. Everybody was like, ooh, who's that right. Kel's mother? And then that there's these photo shoots of the whole, was it the offensive line? Is yeah, that they are? Of all of them without, without clothes on. Mm -hmm. And so, ugh, it was, yeah. It was fun. I really enjoyed it. The Super Bowl was really entertaining. Rihanna killed it. Yeah. Uh, Rihanna was really Contrary good. to some people's beliefs. Mm. Like, we were watching it. Like, oh my God, this is amazing. Holy cow, they're floating in air. Oh like my gosh, look at all so the choreography. so awesome. She sounds so beautiful. It's, oh my gosh, she's playing all the hits. visually stunning. And so we were like freaking out. And then we got on the internet and we're like, oh. People are like, oh, so lackluster. She just came out there in a jacket. I'm like... Has Rihanna ever been known for her choreography and being like, has she ever raised her eyes? Melissa, or I don't want to get ever? people riled up about anything uh, other anyways, than housewives. It was just ridiculous. But yeah, we were really surprised because we just can't it. have fun at all. What do you want her to do? Poop out a flag or something like on Ooh, stage? Ooh, she did. That would, yeah, that would have been cool. I mean, nobody will be able to top that and forever all the other, <laughs> they'll complain about everyone else. They'll have to bring like YouTube back or something. <laughs> I have realized that all of the kids these days say Facebook is for old people. And I'm going to have to agree because on Facebook, all it is is old people Bitching, bitching about stuff, complaining about things. That's all it is, and it's not fun anymore. Especially not nowadays. Everything's so controversial. The only uh, thing I keep Facebook for now is just to try to stay in tune with some of my friends, like if I'm going somewhere or to a town. But overall, Facebook, I hate going over through Facebook. <laughs> it's so annoying. I spend more it's time. either somebody's pet died, somebody's spouse died, somebody divorced, or they're just bitching about something. Yeah, they're mad about something. I actually spend more time just reading news articles and looking at memories on Facebook than I do people. I watch the Facebook videos a lot because I get sucked into those. But you know one reason why I will never leave Facebook? Family. Family, family, family. <laughs> we did it. Yes, I'm so proud of Segway. us. Segway. Yes. Now what? <laughs> <laughs> All right, now how do we go about this? <laughs> Well, I guess we just start talking about this episode of New Jersey. All right, y'all. We're going to get started on this New Jersey episode. We're not going to talk about Salt Lake City anymore. <laughs> when I was getting prepared for recording this podcast, I was like, this is only episode two? No. Really? It's only episode two? I thought for sure it was at least episode three. I couldn't believe it. Uh, but that first episode was supersized, and I felt like so much went on. This episode, I feel like not a whole lot went on, but as soon as we start talking about it, we'll never shut up. So let's get into it. <laughs> We're still at the photo shoot. Let's do that. Let's get to this photo shoot party. <laughs> and it's right when Jennifer's leaving. And Jennifer cannot stop talking crap. Just screaming from the outside she like anyone can even hear her. She can't even stop. And Dolores is just standing in there like, Dolores what is inside. her she problem? She don't care. She's but, she, but Jennifer, she talks a big game. But I'm afraid like when it comes to like when the cameras aren't there and it's just her and Dolores, she would never raise her voice to Dolores like that. Little bitch girl came in and commented. Yeah. When Dolores got up later on in the pool, when she, I thought she was going to deck Jennifer. Yeah, but you know what? She got up because Jennifer was talking crap about her for no so reason. She, Dolores, I mean, Jennifer will talk to, in Dolores' face. I think she's yeah. maybe a little bit more brave than we are. Given, than we are. That's what it is. She's okay. more brave than we are because I wouldn't talk to Dolores yeah, like that. Yeah, no, she would slap uh -uh. me and I'll cry. But Dolores, you know, the one of the worst things that you can say to Dolores is that she's disloyal or that she's a bad friend. Like, that is the worst insult to her. She's even had full taglines about her loyalty. 
And so, Dolores, uh, um, Dolores really did defend Jennifer a lot. Oh, they show like, all the flashbacks. Yeah, of Dolores defending Jennifer to ev- like to everyone but on the damn, cast. Damn, Jennifer just thinks very little of Dolores, and it's just because she doesn't think she's a good friend. But like, dang, and because Jennifer? Dolores isn't going, oh, I'm sorry, Jennifer, I want to be your good friend. That's mm-hmm. all she wants. Mm-hmm. But Dolores, Dolores doesn't care. Dolores is shutting it down. But you know, outside, before they leave, Jennifer is being nasty to Bill, too. I know, Bill tries to talk, and Jennifer just keeps snapping at him. She's like, don't come on me. Yeah, yeah. Well, don't look. <laughs> oh, that's what he said. Yeah. Don't look me. Don't look me. <laughs> well, all the ladies tell Dolores that all Jennifer really wants is for Dolores to just show that she cares. And Dolores is like, you know what? I, I can't. I just can't be in a relationship with this person because she did, and then Jennifer went off and started talking crap about her on internet, and it just seems to be our mo. And Dolores just, she's too old for that crap. So Dolores is closing the door on her side, and Jennifer, she's like, you know what? I see that Dolores has closed the door, so I am locking my side too. Yeah. I'm nice. You're not. Well, Margaret has to leave the cast on for about four and a half to five more weeks, and she is not. Into I, that. I love it. She's like, I'm an amazing healer, so I could do this in less than five weeks. I'm an amazing healer. <laughs> I'm an amazing healer. Who has ever said that before? <laughs> I'm, an, I'm going to start using that for my doctor. No, I don't say that. I want him to give me like painkillers for longer than I need. So I'm never <laughs> going to say that. What do you think? I'm going to walk around stoned all day? <laughs> we have 67 days until the wedding. D-Day. D-Day for sure. Teresa's working with her wedding planner. Or T-Day. Ooh. Ooh. There it is. It's T-Day. T-Day. Tree-Day. Because you know they call, them tr- they call her tree? No, let's just do T-Day. Okay. I might it was just that. D-Day, you know? It was just a letter before. Let's do just a letter now. Can okay. we do that? You're Can always, you quit trying to fabulize everything? You're limiting me. <laughs> I just want things to be good. Oh, do ya? No. <laughs> This is very awkward. They're creating these invitations that anyone who knows Bravo is already familiar with these invitations. Because of Ramona. Yeah, so we'll get to that in just a bit. Melissa is packing to go to L.A. because she and Tree have been invited to present at an award show, mm-hmm. which I think we later find out is the VMAs. Is that right? Something. I think so... it was the VMAs. But it's a whole scene about Joe and Melissa talking about being left out of the wedding. That's... And how Joe's just hurt. From it all. And that his parents were looking down at them and being like, you guys are making us sad. Yeah. I mean, no matter how many times Melissa says it's okay that she's not in the wedding, it's not okay that she's not in the wedding for her nor Joe. Yeah. and But I think absolutely a little bit less for Melissa. Because I think Melissa's like, listen, she's not my blood sister. I've tried already. I want off this train. Can we just agree that she's crazy and just get off this train so I can live my life? You know, this week, uh, there was a Jersey marathon on from an older season. It was like, it was Margaret's first season. It was a season where we still had Siggy Flicker. I think it was her last season. But in that season, Teresa and Melissa were friends. They were getting along and they were talking to each other and they had no drama between them, at least in the episodes I was watching. And wow, was it exciting. Mm. Oh my gosh. It, it, It felt like... It was like, I have constant anxiety already this season just because of the tension going on between them. And I've just felt different watching those older seasons. Let's just say it instantly made me feel better. 
But nonetheless, Joe's trying to learn how to just like step aside and try try not to care, I guess, is what he's trying to do. We get to Danielle's house with our kids, Valentina and Dominic. The one with the gel. You know, the gel. Dominic's the one with the gel. And um, they are coming to... They're, well, actually, they're go, actually, we're not they're, at Danielle's house. At they're going house. to Jennifer yeah. Aiden's house. Sorry about that. I love it that Jennifer says, my humble abode. I'm like, that is not a humble house. Yeah. <laughs> at all. <laughs> yes. And Danielle is... Kind of like starstruck, uh, but I like, think Danielle's house is more of a humble abode than anything else. Well, yeah, she's like it's like half the house of hers. Yeah, it <laughs> is. It is. Jennifer's house is not a humble abode mm -hmm. by any means. But I thought it was really cute, like Olivia introducing herself to the other kids. Uh, but Olivia, she just loves to be on. She camera. can't handle. She, she needs to. She, she has can't to have hide it. it. Yeah, how much she enjoys being on. She camera. wants a spinoff so bad. <laughs> yes, but you can tell when Danielle goes to Jennifer's house, she's like. Uh-oh, I can't keep up with these Joneses. I feel like I'm in the Caesar's Palace of Paramus. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Danielle, her accent is so crazy. She calls everybody broad. She sounds like a 1930s mob boss. <laughs> she is. Like, she literally, she just has such a thick accent. Yeah, That New is. Jersey, I mean, not the New Jersey, the um, Staten, Staten Island. Island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Staten Island with some New Jersey mixed in, you yeah, know? That's rough. That's, that's a lot of accent. That's a lot. That is a lot of accent. Who talks like that? So Teresa has given Danielle the rundown of everyone that was at the photo shoot, and Jennifer's like, well, what did Teresa say about Margaret? And uh, they called Teresa to see how the sit-down with Margaret went. Um, and when they get on the phone with Teresa, Jennifer asks Teresa if Margaret asked Teresa about some girl named Laura. Yeah, this is like Margaret's ex-friend? Ex-best friend, like mm. the girl that Margaret told everything to, and she's going to be a key player in this season. She is the one we find spreading out later, spreading the rumors about Melissa and the whole reason why Teresa and Melissa are, you know, why the whole family is just gone for good. So uh, she has offered to dig up dirt. She's been very adamant that there's stuff that Teresa and Jennifer will want to hear. And Danielle's like, well, did Laura like talk about anyone else? Just Margaret and Teresa. Just like quiet. They, they both just shut That's down. That's weird. Which means we know that, that she gave information give about a, Melissa. Yeah. But I applaud for a moment that Jennifer and Teresa both are keeping that quiet, keeping that locked down. Yeah, for right now. It gives me, you know, if I didn't know the result I, as a viewer, I would be like, oh, maybe Teresa and Jennifer are, you know, uh, Melissa and Jennifer made amends at the end of last year. Teresa and Melissa, <laughs> Teresa's oblivious to that, so who knows. So for Megan, I was like, oh, well, at least they're trying. <laughs> you know, just don't push my buttons. How about that? Well, over at Rachel Fuda's house. Rachel. John Fuda's her husband. Rachel used to bartend at his pizza shop. They have a 15-year-old stepson and two baby girls under two. She's like, I make sure everyone knows he's my stepson because we're the same age. Right? <laughs> It'd be annoying. would be like, is this your son? I'm like, my goodness, do I look that old? Right. And this scene is just a teenager being a teenager. He's either lost or broken his phone. I couldn't, I couldn't it's remember. It's his fifth phone this year. That Do you know how often that happens with kids? I mean, as a teacher for so long, 
kids just going through phone after phone after phone, especially, I hate to say this, parents who can afford to replace it and yeah. then kids who get away with care. getting it replaced. Yeah, they're like, whatever, I could get it replaced. Uh, but to me, just the annoyance of having to convert all my stuff from one phone and to And, like, another. not have a phone right now. And apparently he must have went jet skiing or something and it fell yeah. out. But I was, I was watching this thinking, I bet you there are so many parents across the world who are like, ugh, I've her, had this conversation so many times. Her husband needs to stop shaving his upper lip hair halfway down. It's, <laughs> Dude, very, I haven't just, it's it. disturbing. I not noticed It's it. like he's got a full beard, but then he, like, shaves the top part of his mustache down, so he's just got a thin line above his mustache. I've seen people do that before. I don't I'll, like I don't it. I haven't noticed it. I don't know. <laughs> Well, clearly he's not on the I don't like it. It's none of your business. Keep it moving. That's all right. That's all right. Well, let's go over to Margaret's where the girls are coming over for a game night. <laughs> Jackie's coming. Lots of people are coming. Melissa brings sprinkle cookies. Sprinkle cookies? My favorite. Which the, the is dreaded sprinkle cookies. Hysterical. I thought it was so funny, and then on Watch What Happens Live, Andy asked Teresa what she thought about it, and Teresa actually said she thought it was funny. I thought it was funny, I laughed. I'm and, a different person. My name's <laughs> Teresa. And then you didn't even really know the story of the sprinkle cookies, and I was like, really all it is is Teresa just found a way to be mad at Melissa for bringing sprinkle cookies instead of the cookies she likes. She brought me sprinkle cookies. Yes. <laughs> that was really what it was all about. Dolores comes, Jen Jennifer Fessler shows up. Uh, so we find out, bringing back Siggy from an old season, Jennifer Fessler was one of Siggy's friends, which is such, uh, I had literally watched it yesterday morning. And then it, as they're showing flashbacks to old Margaret, man, her new face looks so good. Yeah. I mean, it really cut years off of her face, cut <laughs> Get years it. off of her face. So they play a game. And the first question they ask is, the only sex act that makes me feel guilty is... Margaret felt guilty about sex while driving in a truck in the driver's seat. Yeah, in the truck driver's seat. Hot. Um, Melissa's is licking his balls. I love it that everyone called it out that it was Melissa's card. <laughs> She's like, you guys suck. I hate this game. <laughs> Melissa, you feel guilty when you lick his balls? I mean, you're married. Well, I me. mean, she probably has to lay down on the ground just to get down to his balls because <laughs> he's so short. I mean, it's got to be hard, like awkward. Like, probably has to sit square on our butt just to get to his balls. Is there a sex act that makes you feel guilty? Nope. <laughs> I don't know. I've finished some sex before, and I'm like, man, I need to go to church tomorrow. <laughs> what happens at guys' night stays at guys' night. All right, so Dolores asks Teresa how L.A. was with Melissa, and or actually she asked Melissa how L.A. was with Teresa, and Melissa says that it was weird that, uh, you know, but Melissa and Joe were just trying to just disengage and just not care about her anymore. Yeah, stop who making her rule their lives. Who cares what she says? Who cares what she thinks? Who cares if she likes us? Who cares if she hates us? Just, who cares? But then Jackie interjects that she thinks that Jennifer Aiden is more dangerous than Teresa. But Jennifer and Jackie have never gotten along. No. Never, ever, ever. So I wonder how Margaret found out that Teresa and Jennifer met with that Laura. She said she has some kind of mole. Oh, that's right. Jennifer's team has a mole that gave... Oh, that's right. It was uh, Margaret. So, yeah. Margaret said that she had a mole. Yeah, no, Margaret said that someone in Jennifer's team is, oh, a, is mole a mole that is oh, gotcha, giving gotcha. Margaret the information. You're right. I totally forgot about that. I even have it written down here. 
Well, why don't we take a little break? And when we come back, we'll go to my Polly's house. Where it's 75 degrees in that house, which feels like this hot closet. <laughs> so let's cool down and we'll be right back. Bye. I'm Lil Quickies. We're here all alone. And we're back. <laughs> we're back at my Polly's house, where, as you mentioned, it is a furnace. Basically hell on <laughs> earth. If I kept our house at 75 degrees, you would divorce me. Oh, yeah, 100%. I'd divorce you. <laughs> or just we'd have to live separately, which would end a divorce, but nonetheless. Or we just had to get myself, like, a mini cooler that I could keep in the room that I'm in at 24-7. Yeah, my dad had a window unit in his bedroom, mm-hmm. even though the house had AC. Yeah, see? How come you don't do that? Because <laughs> we wouldn't be able to sleep together. You would keep it 30 degrees in there. I try. You do try. But Polly has an awesome home. I thought it was beautiful. It's full of wine. <laughs> there was, there was a lot of wine. Wine and liquor all over the place. Dolores is like in love. It's so cute. She feels like it's corny, but it's yeah, really, I love, really I love it that cute. she thinks it's corny. I know. She's never been one of those lovey-dovey yeah, type of people. She walks around in his underwear. That's cute. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, you know, her and Frank were more like probably like buddy-buddy like they are now. Mm-hmm. So it's she's not, probably not used to that sappy romance like I like I love. Okay, I'll make out with you now. <laughs> Give me a kiss. Polly wants to be more social. Despite how the party ended last time. Like, he enjoyed the photo shoot. He enjoyed hanging out with the other guys. He hasn't been around it enough. Right, yet, right. To be like, all right, I'm tired of coming here and getting one bite to eat, and then we have to go. <laughs> yeah, and he is not used to Dolores coming home mad after filming. Yeah. Yet. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> but Paulie's helping Dolores be the bigger person. And um, Paul can tell that Frank is really uncomfortable around him. Like, he, he wants... To take care of Dolores, so he doesn't want Frank to feel like he needs to do anything. And it sounds like Paul is chiller about Frank than Frank is with Paul. Like Paul, he doesn't seem very jealous or mad at Frank or angry at him in any kind of fashion. He's just like, I'm your boyfriend. I do this now. This is just how things go. But Frank's like, no, that's my Dolores. Yeah, well, Paul's got Dolores, and he doesn't feel like he has anything to lose. He's confident that they're going Mm -hmm. to be together. Frank's got everything to lose, because Dolores is... I mean, they've lived together. I mean, even though he's living with David right now, but they've lived together. um, They've got family together. They've just never really been separate, even though they've been divorced. I love it when Paul says that he's got her, and that's it. Like, that's it. Yeah. Period. I got you. I got you. I love that. Everyone gets invited to Teresa's wedding, even Rachel, who they just met. It's they're pretty, like the real flowers, the glass plate. Oh yeah, we've stuff. all seen it on social pretty. media. Ramona showed it to us. Yeah, so. and, I mean it sucks that she had two new ones, but uh, even Joe and Teresa got their invite. They say that LA didn't go well, like they were strangers, and that's hard. Joe blames Louie. We got a new seed that's germinating. Joe thinks that it's it's Louie feeding into her craziness because as soon as she got into that relationship, she went crazy. No, I don't think it's Louie. I think it's I think it's Teresa. I think Teresa is so desperate to fall back in love with somebody and get herself back on track and not be an, a widow. I mean, not a widow, a divorcee. divorcee. Um, 
that she's just desperate to, I don't know, be with this guy. I think it's both. Impress him. I think Louis encourages Teresa's thoughts, but just encourages her to react to them a different way. Yeah. He doesn't change her way of thinking, he changes her way of reacting, when maybe her way of change, thinking needs to also change. It's baby steps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're at Danielle's mozzarella party. Who can fight making mozzarella? Who can fight touching cheese? This is a humble house. <laughs> I mean, it's a gorgeous house and I mean, way better big. house than I, can, than I can afford. Yeah, but it's still pretty humble for well, a Danielle's feeling very self-conscious about it, and now you just made her feel worse. Well, girl, we're in a effing closet <laughs> doing our podcast because we don't have enough room in our house. Uh, I mean, if you're going to get mad at me for saying that your house is cute, I might come over to our house. It's quaint. <laughs> <laughs> well, she really didn't want anybody calling it cute because that minute it was small. Small. Now I'm in New Jersey. <laughs> oh my goodness. She didn't want anyone small. And, but as soon as Dolores comes in, she calls it cute. <laughs> I mean, cute doesn't always mean small. No, but it's just a word that people say when it's cute. Like when, uh, what was that one? I think it was a New York girl that had the, like, the small apartment. No, that was Gina and OC. Gina and OC. Okay, there we go. And everyone's like, it's cute. <laughs> well, listen, at least, I mean, I bet it, I bet it's way easier to clean. And manage. <laughs> and we didn't even really get to see the whole thing from the outside. We don't know how big it actually is. I mean, it's a two-story. That's It's still a big house. Yeah. Teresa arrives, and she is P-I-S-S-E-D about Ramona's wedding invite. It included, like, the location. It included the RSVP website. Like, it included did she everything. Re did she re-invite Ramona? I wrote down the same thing. If anyone knows, I think... She got disinvited. I would disinvite her I too. I think she did, but if anyone knows for a fact, let us know. Like, are you crazy? Yeah, I'm pretty I'm sure. I'm not sending it again to you because you're going to do it again. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, if anyone knows, let us know. But they're all talking about how Dolores and Jennifer haven't spoken since the charity photo shoot. Teresa is still drinking lots of pineapple juice. <laughs> yeah, she is. Um, but Dolores isn't interested in fixing things with Jennifer. And, and Teresa, she wants Teresa to stop defending yeah. her. Stop standing up for her because uh, she's over it. Yeah, Teresa's tr friends with both of them. So she's like trying to help Dolores understand Jennifer's point of view. And Dolores like, I don't want to understand her point of view. I don't need to. Stop, but <laughs> I love it. I'm like, Louie and Teresa are the only, or Dolores and Louie are the only two people who really can shut Teresa down. Yeah. I mean, she just stopped. But you know Dolores got all of Teresa's skeletons. <laughs> yeah. She, she has every single one of them. So Jennifer arrives, and it's really tense when she steps up. And so Jennifer Fessler breaks the tension like, by saying that her thighs are sweating. Can you give me a napkin? My thighs are sweating. I, she's I funny. I like her already. Yeah, I like her I too. Like, she's awkward. Very she, awkward, and she's like loud too. Not loud, yeah. loud, but I mean, she's you could hear her. She's terribly uncomfortable yeah. in this situation. And her thighs are sweating. And, but she's fascinated. The I same love time. it later on when there's a fight going on. She's like stuffing her face and then trying to like chime in. And Dolores is like, no. Yeah, she has no shame. She eats Melissa's sandwich <laughs> later. <laughs> her, she's just like, whatever. I'm uh, fighting makes me nervous. I need to eat. <laughs> I need a sandwich, girl. I need a. I need a sandwich too, sister. Word. I need a sandwich too. So someone asked Teresa how things went with Melissa in LA. She's like, oh, we had a lot of fun. We had a great time. You're like, what? This is the exact opposite of what Melissa and Joe were just talking about. The exact but opposite. But Teresa is in her own world. But she could tell that Joe, Joe Gorg is still hurt. But you know, Teresa's in her happy place. Joe should be happy for her too. And she's like, I apologize to him. What else can I do? It's like, wow. 
maybe reach out to them. <laughs> maybe, yeah. Well, I mean, there's so many things that can be done. But you know what? At least she's going to therapy. And it really is a big deal for Italians to go to therapy. We've seen on Family Karma how a, a big deal it is for, like, Middle Eastern families to go to therapy. Like, it's a very humbling experience for people who, you know, live in a world where they're supposed to be in in charge of their own life and know it all mm -hmm. and things like that. So at least there's that. But Italians don't go to therapy, but according to Jen Fessler, all Jews do. All Jews go to therapy. <laughs> I didn't know that. Um, they spend some time talking about Jackie and calling her a snob. But, you know, I think that the people, I think Jackie is just kind of insecure, and mm -hmm. so she's standoffish around people she doesn't know. Yeah. I don't think she's a snob. I don't think so either. Melissa and Margaret show up, and they're like, is Jackie coming? And Jackie wasn't even invited. Mm -hmm. She was apparently rude to Danielle. Yeah. And Danielle's like, nope. So uh, Jackie also snapped at Rachel, like... I missed all of that. But, um, you know, Jackie's just upset she's been replaced. That's all it is. Yeah. She's just upset she's been replaced. Um, but after Rachel's asked that, she's like, is that why you snapped at me? And Rachel's like, did I snap at you or did you snap at me? I know. And, like, when they flash back to Jennifer and Rachel talking, I don't think either one of them are really snapping back at each other. It was really not that big of a deal no. at all. It was Jennifer, I guess, when she said snapping, just trying to start some up, start some stuff. But, um... Then Jennifer and Margaret get into it, and Jennifer uses the word hypocritical, and Margaret gets really mad. She's like, listen, we made amends. You quit looking backwards. Yeah, and I mean, what is your problem? You Like, you apologize, and then you stab my back online. Like, yeah. I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. This seems to be your M.O., Jennifer. Well, it is. But anyhow, then we have a sex scene with, with, with cheese. Mal malts. I mean, these Mults. women are practically touching their privacy. I, I mean, it looks like the beginning of a sex movie is about 100%. to happen. Like, I was like, you guys, it's cheese. Yeah, that is sexy. Now we're starting to get into fresh mozzarella. You can start seeing the guys. Oh, yeah. wow. It gets all smooth. It is sexual. <laughs> it's cheese. I don't understand. Me either. When they're first they're like, we're gonna make mozzarella. I was like, how do you? Make I mean, it? I get him talking in Italian and him being hot and stuff. Yeah, that was like, sexy. Is it? I guess it's like kneading bread and stuff, or like playing with clay, like in Ghost or whatever. There you go. That's kind of like along those lines. I guess. And plus, for if you're Italian, you know, I wonder if the non-Italians were as. <laughs> I was not turned on. It turned on as the Italians and the women. I was just like, that's a lot of cheese. What are you guys going to do with all that cheese? Eat it, I guess. Does it smell? Like, what does it smell What's like? that salad with mozzarella and tomatoes and basil? Uh, caprese? Yeah, caprese salad, yeah. That's what they're going to do. Make that. <laughs> Deconstructed salad. Margaret pulls Jennifer Aiden aside, and she's like, when we reconciled, I was being real. And Jennifer's like, I was too. And Margaret's like, well, if you were being real, then why did you go meet with Lauren? Why are you still digging? It gets heated immediately. But here's the thing. As soon as you talk about it on camera, which they've already talked about meeting with her on camera, it already beco it immediately becomes a thing. Yeah. And Jennifer meeting with this girl, whether her intention was to get her off her back or was to get some dirt, if I were Margaret, I would be like, 
it's probably for you to get some dirt because that's our history. And even Jennifer says in her confessionals, well, she just better watch out what she says to me because I've got ammo now. And it's like, that's exactly why Margaret's pissed right now. Yeah. But to <laughs> you, I had a really kind of hard time following this argument. Jennifer's just like, it's a friend spectrum. I'm like, you just you just don't want to, you guys aren't going to be friends. But Margaret tells Jennifer that she has weed paranoia. <laughs> Something like that. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what that is. So Margaret walks over to the other women and she tells them about saying she that needs Jennifer help. needs therapy. And Jennifer hears her and she's like, you don't choose when I need help. I choose. And then Dolores interjects and Jennifer's like, oh, like you care. Dolores, Dolores who? And Dolores is like, what? And then she spins around and stands up and everybody's like, oh. <laughs> if you have issues with me, you bring it to me. You've badmouthed me to everyone here, so you bring it to me. Quit talking bad about <laughs> me. Jennifer Fesser said, she's like, maybe we need to try to listen to each other. Well, she, and, yeah. <laughs> and Dolores is like, Jennifer Fessler. Stop right there. I appreciate what you're trying to do, but not the time. No. <laughs> and she goes right back to eating food on the sidelines. <laughs> like, Melissa, give me that sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> Dolores and Jennifer keep arguing until they just agree to disagree and just be cordial to each other. I mean, it's ridiculous. And then we find out on Watch What Happens Live that they have reconciled, which makes me kind of sad because I like Dolores versus Jennifer. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Who talks like that? So Teresa and Jennifer are talking about all of these people being at the wedding. And all these people who aren't getting along. And that prompts Teresa to go to the group and let them know that there will be no assigned seating at the wedding. And Margaret's like, good, because the last time you tried to do seating, it was bad. Bad, just bad. <sighs> Thanks, Margaret. Who the needs Karen's when you got a Margaret? Thank you. We needed you to bring all of that back up again. But then... <laughs> This is what is so frustrating about mind. Teresa. This is why you can't have a rational argument or even just a close to a rational argument with her. You can't tell her that the sky is blue when she says it's red. You cannot argue with her. And she stands up and straight up says, while looking at Melissa in her eye, oh, well, Melissa, they, they asked to move to the, the different table. Yeah, they were seated at, at, the, the, table, at the family table. But they, they asked, asked to, move. to be moved. And Melissa's like, you what? have got <laughs> like, to be She almost starts laughing because it's so absurd. Why didn't you say this in the reunion? Why didn't you say that at the reunion? Yeah, exactly. Two months ago, you could have said you that. You could have said, like, well, they moved table. They It's that, like, Teresa came in here earlier and she said, she's, forget everything she said last season. Because this season, she's going to make up whatever she wants to fit her narrative. This, I mean, this blew my mind. It really did. This is what's so frustrating. I don't believe Teresa because she never said that at the reunion. And this is why... And if she did, someone... Let me know, but Tr Melissa is so dumbfounded by this. I think we were all dumbfounded. I mean, Teresa. I mean, Melissa is almost laughing because it is just so absurd. But now it goes. Now we're right back to the old drama. Now yep. we're right back to Teresa versus Melissa. You should have had my back. Blah blah blah. blah everything blah. that we talked about at the reunion. Oh my gosh! And also, when Teresa said that about Melissa changing tables, Teresa swore on her dead parents. And her kids, that that was the truth. I don't believe it. I'm sorry. And you, that is the worst thing. Like, she has no respect for her dead parents or her kids. And to swear on their lives, 
and they're already deadlines. Like, my God, Teresa, like, you know, no bounds. I mean, why would Joe and Melissa have been mad about not being invited to sit at the family table and if they, if they were, were invited to invite, sit at the family table? And if they did do that, and they're yelling at you for making them sit at a different table, why didn't you, Teresa, at the reunion say, you guys asked to move? This is I'm. I, this is going to be the most frustrating season. It's going to be tough because Teresa has no reality anymore. It is true, but you know I have to say, I love Teresa Judice. I do. I love her. I love her on TV. She's great TV. Oh, She's I just crazy I, as a loon. I just wouldn't want her to be my mom on TV. I wouldn't want her to. If be If it was my mom on TV, like, I'd be mm. like, Mom, you need to get off TV. Well, I wouldn't want her to be my my relative, <laughs> my friend. Or my relative, for that matter. I don't know. I love her. I mean, I wish you could... She's good TV. Listen, Sometime we have to go back and watch old no, Jersey. No, I understand. She, she was great and grand, but she is legit off her rocker. <laughs> she is. But you know what? She has a huge fan base. A huge, huge fan base. It's because gays love drama. <laughs> and women. With some women, women too, I guess. Um, but in Watch What Happens Live, Melissa won all of the polls. Yeah. Won all of them. So... But, you know, I don't want people to think that I'm a, a Teresa hater. I am. I love the only housewife that I absolutely loathe and wish I never heard from again is Kelly Dodd. Oh, yeah. I didn't like Kelly Dodd. Other than she that, I love even the villains, even the people that you hate to love and love to hate. I love them all. I'm a housewife lover and I appreciate what they all bring. But. Teresa, is she, I, I appreciate what she brings, but it's hard to follow sometimes. It's getting worse and worse every season. Yeah, but you know what's not hard to follow? Us. Our social media. Yeah. Oh, I am segwaying it up And tonight. I am catching up. Yes, like, you are. So follow us on Facebook and Instagram, where we are The Real House Bears. On Twitter, we are Real House Bears. And you can email us at therealhousebears at gmail.com. You can also buy merch from us on redbubble.com slash realhousebears. And you can also watch us on Spotify and YouTube. And you can also listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, please give us a five-star rating and a cute little review. And we will bring it up on air, making you hashtag housebearsfamous. Um, I think that's it. Except for saying goodbye. Goodbye, my Bye. <laughs> Bye. Okay, love you. Bye. So now let's check that sound. God, we do this all the time. I know, but we have to make sure it's working. I know, I sound great. And how else are you going to have time to fix your hair before we start if you, <laughs> we don't do a sound check? You shut your mouth. <laughs>